Well, welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Cale Boer. I'm the teaching pastor at the Delaware campus. And uh, in our Sunday mornings right now, we're in this series called Love's Pure Light, uh, which is in some ways kind of a, um, an Advent series in a sense. We're working towards Christmas Eve. We're going through uh, what have sometimes been called the Advent ca- candles. And we're talking about hope and joy and peace and faith and working our way through Colossians chapter 1 as we prepare our hearts for the coming of Christ. Uh, here in the Drivecast, we're going through these devotionals. Just a reminder as you listen um, with the with each of these audio Drivecasts, there's also uh, a devotional written out for you by our writing team. They've done a fantastic job, so that could serve as a an Advent devotional for you as we head toward Christmas. But Advent means uh, coming, right? It's Latin for coming. And so what we're doing here in this season is we're really looking back to the, to the first coming of Christ and celebrating that Jesus was born, that light came into the darkness. And we're also looking forward with longing and anticipation uh, to his second coming when he returns and he makes all things new. And I want to read to you today from Micah chapter 5, verses 2 through part of verse 5. It says, But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth, and the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. You know, when I read passages like this, one of the things that struck me was that Micah, the prophet, um, he was he was prophesying. We think sometime between 700 BC and 650 BC, and so that's just a few generations away from the time when the the northern kingdom of Israel has already been destroyed and the southern kingdom of Judah is about to be, you know, 50 to 100 years later, depending on when this is, is about to be destroyed by the Babylonian Empire and sent into exile. And I think about how a passage like this uh, would be so encouraging, something to hold on to, right? Something that gives hope during that time of exile and in the centuries afterwards as the people of Israel are longing for Lord when right when when are you going to change our fortunes Lord when are you going to bring the kingdom and you've got this promise right that out of Bethlehem this little town in Judah there's going to come forth from Bethlehem one who's to be ruler in Israel one who's coming forth is from old from ancient days one who is both man and as we find obviously taught in the scriptures who is both who's also God, Christ himself, and how he is going to shepherd his people and that he will be their peace. These types of promises are what the people of God held on to and looked forward to and what gave them hope in those long years and even centuries of waiting. And now for us, it's not fundamentally different. We look back and we get to celebrate the fulfillment Uh, of this promise in the birth of Christ, in the coming of Jesus. And at the same time, we represent, we we recognize that we live in the already but not yet. That we we are here and we're still, in a sense, 
in exile. The kingdom has come in one way. It's here, it's now. We participate in it. We see it growing. And at the same time, there's a sense in which until the second coming, until Jesus returns, we are not yet home. And we have these promises, right? That he is coming again, that he's going to make all things new. And as the people of God, once again, we wait with longing, with expectation, and with hope. We have hope, the hope of glory, to be with Christ forever. And so I want to pray for us. I want to take a moment and pray and thank God, ask him to remind us of the hope that we have in him, and then encourage you today uh, as, you, as you wait, as you live as an exile here. And we're in this, in this Christmas season, looking back to the first coming and then looking forward to the second coming, just to pray along those same lines and ask God to um, just awaken your heart, right? Keep your eyes fixed on him and to, to hope in him that way. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you've done. And we thank you uh, that you, have, you keep your promises. You have sent Christ, our Savior, your Son, in the flesh. Jesus, you lived a perfect life and died a brutal death on the cross in our place. And then you rose again that we might have new life. And Jesus, one day you are coming again. Will you help us to live well Help us to live faithfully. Help us to live with that assurance, that hope that we have in you as we look and we long and we wait for your return. Lord, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take some time now uh, to pray for yourself.